Good everyone, I know it's been a long time, a long time, a long while. I forgot how to talk on a podcast. Everyone, welcome back to the Bench Talk podcast. It's your boy Joe, and we got we got our boy Dylan with us. Dylan, how are we doing this fine Sunday evening? I'm doing good, Joe. I was just staying up waiting for you. Just got back from Pella, actually. Didn't get to see you, but you in Pella this weekend? Yeah, me and uh, the the old lady went out to went out to uh, eat at George's today. So, oh, you should have said something. Well, you said you were struggling. I didn't want to make you feel bad. So, that's okay. That's okay. Until until next time. Until next. Yep, yep. So it's uh, we, we we know we haven't recorded in a while. We would apologize to our loyal listeners. You know our boys like. The boys on the uh, the Dutch Duo podcast, Kyle and Cade, uh, Ben Turnley, uh, Salvador Slada Herrera, our, our usual listeners, we apologize. And uh, we're hoping to get back on track. Super Bowl's next weekend. I'm sure we'll be reacting to that. And then it'll be getting down to it for college basketball. So we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about, eh, Dill? Oh, yeah. The, the, it's not getting any later in the sports world, right? It's about to crank up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Dill. We uh, – are back to it uh the segment all our listeners are waiting for the bench moments of the week presented to you by um uh, our sponsor uh we don't have a sponsor actually so bench hey, if, the, if the peanut pub would like to sponsor us i'd i'd appreciate it or neds or neds yeah, either or all right <clears throat> my first bench moment of the week oh dill oh dill yeah, fans of Iowa Hawkeye men's basketball. Oh, I know you're going with this. Oh, my goodness, dude. I have never seen a group of people think that the ref costs them every game, except for Iowa football fans. Iowa basketball fans, I don't think, I don't think in their eyes, I don't think Iowa's actually committed a foul this year. I think, I think every foul that has been wrong this year. And they were, they were complaining on Twitter, uh, Luca Garza was in foul trouble most of the game and his fourth foul that he picked up with 10 minutes to go. Um, well, for context, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big Illinois fan. Grew up in Iowa, Illinois, Iowa, big rival for me. And Illinois beat Iowa this weekend in basketball. But Iowa star player Luca Garza picked up a foul with 10 minutes to go where on the, the live replay it looked like a bad call, but he was in the post defending our big center, Kofi Coburn, and he stuck his knee out to where Kofi was going to do, uh, wanted to go, which is, it's a, it's a foul in the rule book. So the refs made the right call fourth foul and Iowa basketball fans were absolutely livid. I don't know if you saw Fran McCaffrey's interview after the game, but he was absolutely livid and there's nothing better in the world than a crying Fran. So Iowa basketball fans, you know where you can shove it. Uh, Joe, you know, Iowa, Iowa fans do though, in every single sport, just think that they're, they're the, you know, the cheese. They think that they are the best thing since Betty White. Yeah. And they think every ref wrongs them and it's, it's very frustrating. Iowa's never made a mistake in case you were wondering. Yeah. And it's also like <clears throat> the reason you guys don't shoot a lot of free throws is because you don't have guys who can break down defenses and get into the lane. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're a team of shooters, you're not going to be attacking the rim a lot, going up and getting fouled, you know. Yeah, you 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 speak facts, but yeah. you know you can't you can't convince the crazy. Um, you know, like like my mother said, you know, 
don't argue with stupid people. You know, they just, they bring you down to their level and uh, just drag you down in the mud. So they just irritate you. Um, all right. So I am going to go, my number one is going to be, or I guess, uh, well, my first one is going to be the city of Detroit. Now I've never been to Detroit. I have no experience other than Eminem's eight mile or a kid rock song. But all I know is when they're talking about a trade between uh, the Detroit Lions and the L.A. Rams, and the one thing that they think is going to be the the downfall of the trade is that the quarterback that's moving from L.A. going to Detroit to your city, when when your city is, you know, the thing that holds back a trade, yeah, I think that deserves to put you on the bench moments. Yeah. Tough. You feel for the fans of the Detroit Lions, like two playoff appearances in the past 15 years, haven't won a playoff game in I don't know how long. And now they just lost their franchise quarterback and they're going to be rebuilding. The Detroit have, they ever, was, have, they not, have they ever not been rebuilding? I mean, since Megatron retired, I feel like they've been rebuilding. Yeah, they haven't made the playoffs since he hung it up. So, yeah, tough. And the Detroit Pistons are struggling as well. I, I don't know if the Detroit Tigers are any good either. Um, tough times all around. I feel like Detroit is a city where your career goes to die. Yeah. You know, I will say Detroit Pistons have a lot of bright young pieces, and the, the future is bright for them, but right now they're in tank mode. So, And that's where the Detroit Lions are headed as well. Tough times. Yeah. All right. My, my bench moment number two is uh, – Big Ten basketball. Ooh. I say this is because it just seems like they're they're too the comp every basketball team in that conference is too busy eating each other, and thus no dominant team can emerge to get a one like a high one or two seed in the NCAA tournament, or you, they won't have multiple teams high seeded in the NCAA tournament because everyone's just eating each other. You have a point. I, I have been saying this for a while. I said I didn't think there would be a number one seed to come out of the Big Ten. Uh, I'm going to stand by that just because I think you're going to have too many losses. Yeah. What speaks to the competitiveness of the Big Ten, it's probably the most competitive top-to-bottom conference in the country. But also, it I think maybe it has the lowest ceiling of all the power conferences in terms of a team that could be dominant and on top. So. A Big Ten team has not won the national title since uh, the early 2000s, believe it or not. Yeah, but, you know. Michigan State Spartans. To go with that, though, uh, you know, once you get to the the big dance, seeds mean nothing. Numbers are numbers, and they don't mean anything. That is true. That is true. And I will say the Michigan Wolverines really seem like they're up there, but they also got clobbered by Minnesota. So I, I don't know what to think, really. Oh, they finally lost. I didn't. I did not realize that. I thought for yeah. a while, I thought they were they're, still in the Big Ten. They are quite good, but yeah, that's my bench moment number two. Love the Big Ten every night, but man, do they eat each other alive. Uh, yeah. So uh, my number two would be the WIAA. Uh, that would be the Wisconsin Inter Athletic Association uh, for their absolute butch job of the regional wrestling in uh, Wisconsin. So uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, I uh, wrestled in high school and I am no longer in the state of Iowa or uh, Wisconsin. So I can now talk shit about this organization, which I have hard feelings for. Um, But 
they uh, regionals is like the very first round of of wrestling to get in the postseason to get to state. And they rearranged the teams that are in these regionals uh, periodically. But I will have to say this is what they did this year. So there are seven teams in this regional. Uh, five of the seven teams are ranked. That's number one, number two, number four, number 12. And then the very first honorable mention, those are the teams. There are 47 ranked wrestlers in that regional at different weight classes. 17 of them are returning state qualifiers and seven are returning state place winners. So for what that means, only three only two wrestlers make it out of this regional. There are multiple weight classes where three or four uh, ranked wrestlers went home before the second round of wrestling, which is just, that's a hack job. That is a hack job. I don't know much about wrestling, but us Iowa high school fans can relate. Iowa high school sports fans and former players can relate. There is often some weird stuff that goes into those high school seatings and it doesn't make sense. Well, I'm just, I mean, I'm just, you're looking at, they sent four teams to the team state duel uh, and they put the top, they put three of the top four teams in one region. Probably not a great idea. Probably not a great idea. That's a tough deal. <clears throat> yeah. Well, my, my bench moment number three, recurring theme on this show, the Chicago Bears front office had a chance to go out and get a top quarterback in Matthew Stafford and the price wouldn't, wouldn't have been probably, you know, a couple, two or three draft picks and like Nick Foles, maybe, I don't know, but we had a chance to go out and get a top quarterback and we missed out on him. And then we're not going to get to Sean Watson and Nick Foles is probably going to be our starting quarterback next year. And I'm just sad about it. Not going to go off. I don't have the energy for for this team right now, but it's tough. Ooh, are there any big free agent quarterbacks this year? Not really. No. And then Carson Wentz. It was was it just all the trade the trade guys? Yeah, I don't even I don't even think anyone was on the market. Mm. Um. Yeah, and you're not in a spot to draft a guy. I mean, you're yeah. kind of. You're in that eight seed of NBA playoffs, basically. Yeah, tough stuff. Tough time. Makes me sad. Let's just move on. Um, my number three is Aaron Rodgers for his uh, shenanigans in the back of the pickup truck. Did you see that video? I, I saw the picture. Uh, and, again, this is not because I think it's a bad move. I think it's a great move, in all honesty. But that's a great move coming from a self-proclaimed former bench player so Aaron Rodgers uh for the starting quarterback in the NFL I typically would think you know like you know driving around in a sports car not drinking bush bud light in the back <laughs> of a pickup but hey I respect it he's a man of the people I guess he's really yeah. embracing that Wisconsin attitude Aaron Rodgers if you want to be a guest on this podcast uh people often ride around in the back of pickup trucks in Pella Iowa as well so just let us know yeah, I've done it in the back of a Honda Civic, so. Anyway, Dale, you want to hit us with your fourth bench moment as well? Uh, I will. Um, so this is the Iowa State wrestler, and I know there's no way you saw this video, Joe. Um, but he's wrestling, I believe, a wrestler from Oklahoma State. And they're on their feet. They're moving around. And they're, they're, you know, grabbing arms or whatever. And all of a sudden, the Iowa State wrestler turns, 
looks at the ref and points at his uh, lower area and is pointing at the other wrestler, grabbing him by the schlong. Oh, man. Good. So I don't really know who that is a bench moment for, the Iowa State wrestler, for totally losing focus for a little bit just to let the ref know what's going on, or the Oklahoma State wrestler for giving the good old dick twist. Or the ref for not calling it. Yeah, either. I mean, that's like three bench moves. That's three that's, things the bench player would do in one. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's probably that probably won't earn you any points for you in this in the match. Probably not a good look. We'll just we'll, we'll just leave that can of worms half open. <laughs> uh, my bench moment number four, and this is kind of a big discussion point because Tom Brady is now in his tenth Super Bowl. He has played in something. I don't know what the percentage of Super Bowls he's played in. There's been like what 55 Super Bowls. He's played in 10 of them, so like 18% of Super Bowls. And honestly, my bench moment is people who think Tom Brady's the goat. I oh my god, you're I just delicious. I just can't exactly. I just I don't see it. I look, man. He played in the greatest football system of all time. Okay, Joey. If you put Drew, Tom Brady said this himself, if you put Drew Brees into that system, he would have done better. And I know, and I know people will say, well, you know, isn't winning everything. But football, when you, you compared to basketball, football's such a team sport and such a systematic sport. I just look Tom Brady, Tom Grady is one of one of the greatest of all time, but I he doesn't have the arm talent for me to be the GOAT to me. I don't know. I, th- I think that's a I think that's a cold take, Joey. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put a fifth bench moment. I'm gonna put you for not oh. thinking that Tom Brady is the goat. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So all right, that so you know, who who's the best basketball player of all time, Joey? Michael, Michael Jordan, and I'm I'm gonna address this. I'm gonna address this. Basketball, there's only five players on your team. <clears throat> Football, there's 24 starting players on your team: offense, defense, and kickers. No. Michael Jordan directly impacted his team's winning way more. Michael Jordan was also the best player on his team, and he did everything for his team. Tom Brady just made a bunch of check down throws. And okay, young Tom. A bunch of check down throws. Are we going to really? We're going to say and, that. And then this year, this year he's throwing picks glory through three picks in the second half in the NFC Championship. The defense carried him to victory. See, you know what? I think Tom Brady gets too much disrespect, in all honesty, because you know what? The man has played in more Super Bowls than any team other than the New England Patriots, who only made to one Super Bowl prior to Tom Brady. Two Super Bowls. Two that's Super fair. Bowls. That's fair. That's fair. I just uh, If we want to just go through the stats, Tom Brady <coughs> is number one in passing touchdowns, number two in passing yards. In passer ratings, I think he's like number seven. In comeback exactly. games, comeback games, he's number two. Like, there's this is delirious. Tom Brady, ultimately, is the best player of all time. He if you put Aaron Rodgers in the Bill Belichick system for 20 years, they would have made it to like 15 Super Bowls. But I think that's I think that's a terrible I think it's a terrible reason. Obviously not because Cam Newton is a former MVP. They lost their whole defense this year. Don't even give me that. Their offense sucked. You can't. Okay, I'm not saying Tom Brady's bad. He's very good. But, like, 
They lost that. Look at the look at them the year before. Like the defense, that Patriots defense was one of the best in the league, and Brady couldn't do anything. And then this year, he's an Arians system. That the Arians he couldn't do. He couldn't do anything. He only took him to the AFC Championship game. They they lost in the first round of the Titans. What do you mean? Did they really? Oh yeah, they did. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. I, he's very good, but to me, I don't know. Well, the goat to me is Walter Payton. So that's. That's why. Well, in fo- I think football is also kind of a weird sport because, like, <laughs> there yeah. you can't have like a goat of football. I think you can have a goat of multiple positions. Yeah, that's the term probably. goat. The term goat gets thrown around like. Yeah. Like everyone, no, there's way too many goats. Like, but I w- I would say Tom Brady, like, un- Tom Brady is probably, I think, the most impressive. Uh, figure in football, and I and to remember, I mean, you're you're saying that Tom Brady's not impressed because he's in the Bruce Arians system right now. Well, they had Jameis Winston last year. Jameis threw thirty tutties for him, and he couldn't even see. Yeah, and and but what did they do as a team? They went like eight and eight. They didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make the Super Bowl. So I'm okay. Jameis Winston couldn't see. He got. Uh, I'm gonna open this can of worms. Jameis Winston got LASIK this summer. Jameis Winston would be a top NFL quarterback if the team chose to start him. He can see. He threw 30 touchdowns. He couldn't even see. He didn't have depth perception, man. I, can you really say that he's gonna be a top? What'd you say? Top? Just what? a top quarterback. Just a top quarterback. I won't put a number. Dude, he literally got benched. He didn't even get to play over a tight end. Yeah, but Taysom Hill's freaking good. Oh, oh my God. If you're going to argue that, like, James Winston is a good quarterback. To I also think that was up. the wrong decision. So that's that's also, you know, there. Well, yeah, I mean, I would agree with you. But I, yeah. I think James Winston will be an NFL starting quarterback again. But to say Tom Brady is not – like, everyone says Tom Brady's good or a system quarterback. Tom Brady goes places and makes people better. Like, he makes the team around him better. That is a well-reasoned argument. And I don't know. I think we'll go in circles here. So I'll just, I've said my piece on the matter. I, I mean, I, I, you can't, like, this is an argument that you can't convince people on that either think yeah. Tom Brady is the guy or he's not the guy. Which yeah. is up to date. Now, I, will, I, I guess I do have this question. Where do you think, where would you, what would be your top five? quarterbacks of our era and by our era i mean people that we grew up watching because like obviously like i didn't watch Dan marino or or john elway play so i think it's yeah. kind of unfair for us to rake those people oh man that's tough oh on the spot um number number five russell wilson number four patrick mahomes just because he's only been in the league for four years. Number three, Drew Brees. Number two, Tom Brady. Number one, Aaron Rodgers. Because I think Aaron Rodgers has turned chicken shit into chicken salad more than any other person in the last 10 years with crappy coaching and a crappy supporting cast and a crappy front office. Uh, I would agree with your Aaron Rodgers take. Ah, I mean, but think about like think about the people that you're leaving out of that list. Just like not that I'm gonna. Like, I miss? Well, I'm just saying like 
and like you can debate whether you think he these two guys are are good or not, but like Tony Romo, who has the stats to really be that. Oh, don't no, come on, come on, Homer, come on, Homer. I'm not saying that these people need to be in there, but I'm saying you left out Tony Romo. I did consciously. Kurt Warner. Yep, I did. Kurt Warner. I hate him, but Eli Manning. Uh. Okay. Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Phil I was I don't know. Brett Favre. These are just people I'm saying that you missed out. Matt F- Ryan. Favre, I was too young for Favre. I thought about Favre. I was too young for him. And Manning, I was really only around after his arm just disappeared. Uh, so, you, so you didn't see – you never watched uh, yeah. Colts Peyton Manning, did you? I would have been pretty young. I remember. I still remember Colts Peyton Manning. I would have been nine. You would have been, you know, like eleven or twelve. So you, probably, you yeah, you probably and you missed out on like prime Philip Rivers then too when he was. Oh, there. just don't even dog. Don't get me started on Philip Rivers. Uh, oh, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers with LT and Antonio Gates. That was a show, all right. Yeah, and where did they go in the playoffs? To Philip. I would say I probably I uh, I like Russell, uh, but I'm gonna probably put. You got to – you got to – oh, that's rough. Well, I, I, you're probably right. Like, if I had, if I was a couple years older, Peyton Manning would be probably – I'd go – I'd go, like – Yeah, you're list. I'm probably going to go Patrick Mahomes just because he's young and he hasn't really – I mean, he hasn't consistently shown it like some of these other guys. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, then I'd probably go – oh, that's really hard. I'd go Brett Favre, the gunslinger himself. He was fun to watch. Aaron Rodgers, who was well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, then and then I'd go Tom Brady. That's respectable. I like I said, I was just a bit too young for prime Manning. So yeah, there was like the early two thousands, like or I shouldn't say early two thousands, late two thousands to early two thousand tens. That was some prime quarterback play. Yeah. Right. It was right when the league started to get away from running backs, so you'd start to see quarterbacks just ball out for like the first time ever. It was pretty cool. Slinging Jay Cutler, baby. Well, okay, if we're gonna argue that, like you know, Jay Cutler. That's yeah, uh, not. It's not. All right, Dylan, you got your question of the week, or Ooh, if we ever got, if we ever got, and I'm gonna throw this out to the fans as well, if we ever got a theme song for the Bench Talk podcast. What would it be and why? Do I have to answer that, or do we want that from the fans? Ooh, I mean, um, I think we need to kind of give, should we give our takes first? Yeah, you, you, do, I feel like you have an idea of what you want to say. I need to think, so you go. Um, so I have two options. One, I'm gonna throw at the fans. If any fan makes any music track, I would, I would say we do that. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> Um, and then I, either, well, I take it back. I have three, so that one, that one's not gonna happen. But then I either want the Love Island uh, opening theme song or the the song where it says "Put me in, Coach. I'm ready to play." <laughs> I, you know, I was gonna say something else, but I think "Put me in, Coach." It would absolutely has to be, would absolutely be if we if we can get over copyright issues and stuff like that. I think that would be the one. So I will okay. So then we'll combine the two ideas. If any fan would like to make a version of the song where it goes, "Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play," uh, we will put it on here. Kyle Dell, I feel like would be a good person to sing that. Yeah. Oh, Kyle Dell. 
Uh, that the voice of an angel. Which, hey, hey, actually, shout out. I, heard, I see Central did pretty well this weekend on uh, winter sports, which. Yeah, the women's basketball team, I they're like legit this year, apparently. It's too yeah, bad. First time since 2015 they beat Loris? Yeah. I mean, hey, we know all about beating Loris for the first time in a while. Yeah, yes, sir. Planning on doing it again. Yep, send him home. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, actually, so, like, eh, we're good. I'll ask you later. Yeah, it's, it's, it's late. You got work tomorrow. I got class tomorrow, so. And we'll, we'll be back next Sunday after the Super Bowl or Monday after the Super Bowl, so. Uh, oh, we want to do Super Bowl predictions? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Chiefs, 35. Patriots, not Patriots. Chiefs, 35. Buccaneers, 27. I'm going to go Chiefs, 35. Um, and then Tampa Bay, I want to say, is going to get 32 somehow. It's going to be a field goal to, field yeah, goal okay. to tie. Field goal to tie. Uh, yeah. And uh, touchdown to win. Tom Brady loses at the end. And nothing would make me happier. I know you'd enjoy that one. I picked that just for you. <laughs> All right, Dale. All right. Time. Off. Go Dutch, baby.